Well, it's Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody knows Friday. It's time to go inside EMS. I am your host, Chris Sabalero. Kelly Grayson is on special assignment today. He is uh, delivering the highest quality of patient care to the citizens of Louisiana. We thank him for that. Pulsera is proud to sponsor this episode of the Inside EMS podcast. Learn how we can leverage the power of network communication at www.pulsera.com slash EMS. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I am very excited today to talk to you as I am every week. And, you know, we, we've kind of talked about it. You know, I've sat in the ambulance and I've been through, you know, all these pandemics and you guys are truly working hard. And I try to bring you a little bit of motivation and I try to bring you a little bit of inspiration. You know, I've been in EMS for a lot of years, been a paramedic and worked my way up to the chief level. And, you know, I've branched out a little bit, you know, I've gotten into the motivational speaking world. And if you ever heard my lectures, you know that I really feel comfortable in front of that crowd and doing organizational process improvement and, you know, doing leadership development, doing coaching with individuals. And one of the things that I thought would really be good, I kind of hooked up with somebody and they kind of went around the way and I found you such a great motivational speaker. I found you somebody who's going to really appreciate the work that you're doing and kind of give you a little bit of that, uh, you know, that motivation, a little bit of that inspiration. You know, his name is Greg Jacobson. He is a quality life strategist. He's an international speaker. He's a trusted advisor and a mentor, CEO and founder of the nonprofit Happily Achieving. He is also the number one international best-selling author of Think Yourself Happy. Greg, I want to thank you for joining us on Inside EMS, and everybody's going to listen to you. I know they're going to get a lot out of this. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me, and uh, happy to be here. Hi, everybody. You know, so, Greg, you know, I kind of, you know, we talked about why I have you here, and, you know, these EMS providers are working so hard. You know, they're working around the clock. You know, they're worried about catching the virus. They're worrying about bringing them home bringing it home to their family. They're sleeping in their cars so they don't have to go home. And now it just seems to be getting worse. You know, people are talking about a second wave and they did such a great job, but now it seems like we're going to get back into the middle of this pandemic. And I, I wanted to bring you on to give them a little bit of that motivation and inspiration. So I'm going to kind of just give you a little bit of time before I get to questions, but what are you going to hit them with first? Well, listen, I want to let you know uh, that I'm not a naturally happy person. This is something that I've learned that happiness is a learned skill. It's also measurable. You know, most people think that that's that's insane. That that it's a maybe it's an es- esoteric thing, and that yeah, you can be happy for a moment, but maybe happiness isn't something that's uh, sustainable, let alone attainable. But I, I assure you that it is. And I've developed some processes to to let people feel what they want to feel without suppressing their feelings and really squeezing the joy out of life. And eliminating most of the stress and the worry. Of course, you can't eliminate all of it, but you can identify when you're when you're falling into these these traps of man. I'm I'm not feeling really good about myself and the future and what's going on because I'm so stressed about what's happening at the moment. And at the moment, it's only a snapshot in time. We, we're a moving we're a moving picture. You know, the people that are listening to this have have been they've been around for you know 25 to you know 65 probably years maybe even longer, and they know that, that things come and things go and that you have to focus on what you're doing at the moment, but if you live in, in a moment of worry, you're just perpetually thinking about the worst possible case scenarios over and over in your mind, and most of those things won't come true. If the worst ever did come true, it's going to happen one time, 
you're going to get through it somehow. But I understand that the concerns are very, very real right now, and I am not uh, downplaying this pandemic at all. I'm taking precautions. Uh, I, I have a suppressed immune system myself. My son is a paramedic. Uh, and so I, I'm right there with you, and I understand. However, I can't live in a moment of fear, but I do live in the moment of being intelligently cautious to where my life is as good as it can be within the confines of, of where I have to be doing it and what I have to be doing. Does that make sense, Chris? No, I think it makes perfect sense. I mean, but the question is, I mean, you know, your son's a paramedic, so I'm sure you understand the the challenges that go into that job and the worry that goes into that job normally. And now when you start to think about the added stress of all the things that we see, you know, we see the body at its worst sometimes with trauma and, and disease and sickness and, you know, that affects your soul, right? But now when you start to think about it from the standpoint of, you know, adding and, and kind of piling on with this, I mean, you, you said it yourself. I mean, you're not inherently happy. I mean, what is the secret here? Well, there, there are secrets. There's, there's specific things that you can do to train your brain to, to catch when you're thinking negative thoughts. And then when you're thinking positive thoughts, listen, the, the future is certainly unwritten. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how much time. We don't know, we don't know if we have a, an hour or literally another hundred years. We have no clue. But since we don't know, uh, it's best to think in terms of positive future and what can I do and how can I live my life now, not skipping and whistling down the street like there's not a care in the world, but cautiously optimistic about the future and taking the precautions so you don't get your family sick, so you don't get your friends sick, so you don't get yourself sick as much as you can in your line of work. Now, my son, uh, one of my sons is a paramedic in the prison system. So he is exposed to people that are sick every day, and the testing kits that they have are over a year old. So it's interesting that the COVID just started in January, yet they're testing people with kits that are over a year old. So they're obviously not testing them for COVID. They're testing them for something close or something similar or something very strange is going on here. But we really don't know what's going on and we really don't know what kind of resilience that we have as a, as a people. So I want to give some concrete strategies on exactly what to do to get your mindset in a way that is working for you rather than against you. That little voice in your head, I want it to say, oh yeah, we're going to get through this, not oh shit, what are we going to do? So when you think about those strategies, if we're going to kind of map those out, um, I don't know how many you have, but if you could start with a couple and uh, because I think that this is really important too. I mean, one of the things that I think is, is really essential here, Greg, is that self-awareness is a big component of this, right? So all of a sudden you may not be aware that you're feeling stressed or you may not be aware that, you know, you're kind of uh, being your own worst enemy or sabotaging yourself. But when you finally catch up to that, I mean, what's the best way to start to turn that around? That, that's a, that's a great question. I'm going to give you, so there's five, five critical strategies that'll change things immediately in your life. And I mean, when you, you learn, you'll learn them, they're instant, you'll implement them, they're instant, and they will change your life forever. You know, the reason to be happy, th there's so many, rather than just to be relieved of stress or to not be uh, unhappy or to not be depressed, but people who are happy, they, in a lifetime, they earn a lot more money, they learn faster and easier, they live longer, they're more productive, 
They're better and faster problem solvers. They have improved health. They contribute more. There, there's so many, so many things that go along with it. Stronger, longer lasting relationships and more positive attitude. And they're married longer and have lower rates of divorce. And they're more enjoyable to be around and better team players. And all of these things are critical in, in the line of work as a, as a first responder and certainly as a paramedic. And the first thing I wanted to, to bring to your your listeners' attention is visualization is the key that starts it all. You got to see your future being one of what you want to have happen rather than where you think things might go. And again, the, the future isn't written yet, so you're in charge of how you feel about what might be coming because what might be coming is irrelevant to how you feel about what might be coming. If you think that the future is bright, it will be bright no matter what comes because you'll figure out a way to deal with the moment. And most moments when they come, people think, my God, I got so many problems with this problem or that problem. And really like you to look at your problems as the difference between a problem and a challenge. You know, a problem to me is, okay, this is something that is completely out of my hands. I'm going to go down on my knees. I'm going to Pray for some guidance and pray for some help because it is truly out of my hands. The other one is a challenge is, okay, I met with some obstacles which create opportunities that I have to rise up and solve. Now, things are not going to be smooth, but they will. you will get from your where you are now to where you want to go if you plot a course. Now, sometimes you're going to be off course, but as long as you know where you're going, you can make those adjustments. So the first one is visualization. Know where you are now. Know where you want to go. The second one being positive anticipation. You know, the hardest thing is the waiting. You do the right thing. You take the right steps. And it seems to take forever to get the results that you're looking for. But that's where positive anticipation comes in. That's where you know you've done the right things. You know that you're guided. You know that things work out for you, not against you in this world. And I could prove that to you because some people dispute me on that. But things are happening the way that they're supposed to for you. And you just have to realize that there's something in front of me. It could be a problem, a challenge, or an opportunity, depending on how I look at it. And how I tackle this specifically affects the entire rest of my life, whether positive or negative. And that is up to you. Now, I'm not just saying, hey, that there's no weeds in my garden, or hey, it's not raining outside, I don't need an umbrella. You, as, as a first responder, you know, first thing you do is you got to assess the situation. What am I dealing with here? And then how is the, the best way to respond to what's happening immediately? And that includes having your attitude in a positive state. So when things seem like they're crumbling around you and other people are freaking out, you can be that rock at Gibraltar to say, hey, listen, you know, get your shit together. You know, we've got a challenge that we got to get through together. Get up. Let's get moving. You know, bombs are going off around us. We don't just sit here and cry. We got to put our mask on. We got to wash our hands and we've got to deal with what's going on. And I promise you, promises, promises, we will get through this. Most of us will get through this. Some of us will not get through this. I understand that. We got to focus on that. But your job also as a paramedic, you know, when you signed up for this, some people aren't going to make it through your day. You're dealing with massive emergencies, and you have to be emotionally, re emotionally resilient to be able to get through this, whether it's a car accident, whether you're responding to a fire, whether you're responding to someone choking or an overdose or a pandemic. 
You have to be there mentally 100% because you are the one that everyone is counting on. And I know that's hard. So that's why I'm giving you these skills to get through this. So that's number one and two. I don't want to just blast through them, but I want those first two really go together because most people think, well, if I do the right thing, I'm going to get an instant result that I like, but that's not necessarily true. There's going to be lag time and that is positive anticipation. So you can either painfully go through it or excitedly go through it knowing that what you're doing is right and the result you're looking for is coming shortly. Yeah, I got to tell you, I mean, I'm listening and I'm, I'm recording this, but I'm still writing. So that's how powerful it is. I don't know why I'm record, uh, writing. But, to, you know, one of the things that you said, and I've been saying it for a long time, and, you know, I've written a couple books myself in, in uh, you know, my first book, Ultimate Leadership. One of the things I say, there are no problems, just solutions. They aren't problems, they're challenges. Let's go ahead and figure out a way that we can turn that tide. So when you touched on that, it kind of went right to that core. And I think that that positive anticipation, you know, we can't control what happens to us, but we can control how we react to it. And I think that that's really comes into that play. And I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. And these guys that are out there and girls, you know, they're, they're really trying to figure out how to do the best they can in the face of everything that they're having to see. And I think that that's really great. But before you give me uh, three, four, and five, I do want to read a quick little uh, mid-show break. Pulsera is the only FirstNet listed mobile telehealth and communication network that connects teams across organizations. Free to EMS and the receiving ED, Pulsera One unites teams seamlessly on the single patient channel, replacing the radio report with features like live video calls, ECG, image uploads, audio, data, and key benchmark. Pulsera United includes enhanced features built to help your EMS provider in expanded scope of practice, such as mobile integrated health and community paramedicine. Regardless of which package is right for you, Pulsera makes communicating with healthcare facilities in your region easy. Simply create a dedicated patient channel, build your team, and communicate. For more information, visit pulsera.com slash EMS. That's P-U-L-S-A-R-A dot com slash EMS. All right, Greg, that took the wind out of me. So I hope you're going to give me a little bit of inspiration there. So now, uh, what? Uh, give us number three. What do you got for number three? Well, well before we get to number three, I, actually, I, I want to give you guys a gift. Go to www.thehappinessquiz.com. Thehappinessquiz.com. It's a five-minute happiness quiz. It will evaluate where you are compared to where you want to go this is where you are right now and how you feel about your life and your situation you're going to get a, a number between one and a thousand and it'll tell you what it means it'll and from there i'm going to give you skills i'm going to give you a copy of my book for free and it'll just be offered to you on there and i i want you to take the happiness quiz literally it takes five minutes you'll get a score and then once you start implementing these strategies You'll see that your score will go up over time, and that will coincide with the quality of your life raising. So it's it's a real simple process, but you have to do it consistently. It's like anything else, you know. When you when you took your your test to become an EMT, all that stuff you didn't know. It was it was it was all brand new to you, and you really had to think about it and think about it. Then when you did your your chest compressions and you learned how to do the basics of saving lives. It went from, I don't know how to do this stuff, to I know exactly how to do this stuff. And then you kept practicing until you couldn't do it wrong. That's what this is. I'm going to give you the basic skills. From there, you're going to hone these skills over time, and you're going to catch yourself not doing them or not doing them correctly. And then you're going to want to beat yourself up. But that you don't need to do that. 
You just need to go back and say, okay, I, I've got to go back to the, the five basic skills that, I'm, that I've learned from Greg and keep, keep implementing those and then keep taking this happiness quiz and watch as your score goes up. It's, it's confidential. It's just for you, just so you can see your timeline and your score being raised. And, and again, that's absolutely free. So change number three that you need to make is meaning. Now, meaning is a big one. Uh, there's a couple of things with meaning. <clears throat> the meaning of your life is the story you tell about yourself, the story that uh, maybe you're, you, you didn't, your relationship didn't work out because you have too much time focus on something else. Or maybe in the past you had a, a situation with a, a drinking or a job or something that you screwed up and you're kicking yourself for that. Maybe you didn't get into the school that you wanted to get into. Maybe you didn't have a relationship that you wanted to or say the things that you wanted to say to somebody and that and you're stuck in that story and it's bumming you out every day and you keep living this crap over and over and over. Well, if you change the meaning of the story, if you change the meaning of what happened, it changes the whole meaning of your life and the way to move forward and the things that used to hold you back from either taking action or taking the right actions are no longer existent. You don't give yourself any excuses because uh, your, your dad died or, or someone left you when you were young or you were abused it or whatever your story was. That's just something that happened to you. You know, you need to take that and, and you gave it a meaning at the time that was the worst possible meaning it could be because at the time you were in, a, in, a, in the most horrific state that you weren't thinking as clearly or as well as you could. But now that we're years later and we're much older and wiser, we've experienced so much more. So we can take the meaning from the past and change that. So horrible things that may have happened, what did they teach you? that made you grow and become a better person for it. Not that it was a good thing that happened, but since it happened and since you learned from it, what did you learn? How did you grow? Whom can you help? How did that affect your decisions maybe to become someone who goes out and rescues other people? I mean, you're a bunch of freaking heroes out there. You didn't just fall into this job. This is a very difficult thing to learn and a very difficult thing to have to cope with every single day. So the meaning of what happened then has created a literally a hero in you that has saved people. You go out and put yourself in harm's way and save people every freaking day. Now, can you be successful 100% of the time? No way. If you're not if you if you're successful at 100% of anything, you're not trying enough new things, you're not trying hard enough. You got to have some failures in life and you learn from failures. You know, and unfortunately, in your job, on a bad day, someone dies. And you got to figure out how to deal with that. What's the meaning in that? The meaning is that you've learned to take that forward so other people don't die. So you can teach other people. So it has a ripple effect beyond just you personally that you've taught others and saved others. And that continues to go. And also the meaning is you're thinking maybe why me? Why is this happening to me or why is this happening around me? It's happening to you because you can handle it and you have the skills and other people don't have those skills. And if you weren't there, people, more people would be dying. More people would be suffering. And, and I'm telling you, my hat it goes off to you. I'm not wearing a hat right now. 
But if I had, was wearing a hat and you were on video, you would see that I'm taking my hat off for you because you're doing things that other people can't do or unwilling to do. And I thank you for that. And for others out there, we thank you for that. But we also know that it's very difficult and you have to change the meaning that you're not only doing this for yourself, but you're doing it for the greater good of others, which is why you got into this in the first place. You're living your best self right now, although you're tired and you're worn down and you're seeing wartime like destruction and death and it's terrible, but we'll get through this. We'll get through this together and we'll get through this because of you. And thank you for being part of that solution. So that's, that's meaning. I do just want to touch on that. I mean, so when you think about meaning, I mean, I think you kind of laid it out. Give, give it mean. What does it mean and how do, you, how do you grow from that? But sometimes that, that's easier said than done. I mean, sure. how, do, how, do you, how do you focus that just to say, all right, let, let me try to make meaning of what's happened. And, you know, I, I say all the time, I mean, unless you're a historian, let's not worry about the past. Let's go ahead and make friends with it and move on. Let's try to understand it and move on like we do with any history. But, I mean, give them just a little sense, uh, a strategy just to, to make that process start for them. Well, meaning comes from the sense that what you're doing matters to others. It matters in your life and it matters in the lives of others. And there's, there's a greatness in giving that is sometimes and often selfless. But that is the, that's the greatest gift of all is the, is the ability to give yourself to others and to, to give without expecting anything in return. I mean, so many people are about I'll do for you if you do for me. That is not what this is about. This is selfless acts, giving to others who could never repay you for what you've done. And the meaning for that is literally godlike. I don't know any other way to put that. But if, we, if you believe in any kind of spirituality or oneness or universe or even using the word God, if you believe that you're made in God's image, like, like it says in the Bible, that you've been given these gifts and powers of God to be able to literally breathe life into someone who's dying, to give comfort to someone who does die. There's a meaning in that. And just because you don't understand why at the moment, it doesn't mean that there isn't a meaning. Just because you can't see it and experience it right now doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. So there has to be some level of faith and belief that you're here for something greater than just the moment. Because, you know, God forbid you're working on a child and they, they pass and you're thinking there can't be any reason for this. There, there can't be. I've said it all. It. I've said it all the time, man. It can't be that it can't be that this is OK. But we listen, we don't know the master plan. Right. We're only looking at things from from our our individual perspective, perspective yeah. at that moment. And that moment is a human being, literally a human being and a human doing at the same time. You're we're experiencing or you're experiencing this as an individual on an emotional plane when it's just something that's physically happening. Right. It, it, it's not something that you're responsible for. It's just something you're a witness to and a party to 
trying to make things better and things don't always work out as you would like them to, that doesn't mean that it that it shouldn't have happened. Right. Listen, someone dies and you're like, oh, that was tragic. We don't know that that something down the road, if it if they had, had been alive, maybe they would have been texting. Maybe someone dying in a texting accident is tragic, but maybe it prevented them from texting and running over 12 people. Yeah, you never know. I mean, those we are the things that we can't, those are the things, really, we, yeah, those are the things we just can't question. I mean, because like you said, you use the term master plan. I think you're right. It's not up to us. It's not, right. we're just, we're just playing a part in, in, in the moment and we can do the best we can and we are doing the best we can and we have to look back and say, at a 10,000 foot view and say, okay, you know, we had a, a tragedy today, but in the overall scheme of things, you know, I've been doing this for 30 years and, and worked on 10,000 people, and, yeah. and unfortunately I lost, you know, 72. I'm keeping track of the 72, but I'm certainly not keeping track of the 10,000 right. that I saved because I forgot all those because it's so easy for us to dwell on the negative bullshit in our lives instead of being grateful which is the the most important thing of all which is gratitude which which oversees and makes everything worthwhile because if you look at gratitude in the moment you're not in another moment you're not sure. thinking about what you did wrong or what might happen tomorrow or what if i can track this and give this to you're not you're not in that mode right you're in the mode of thank god i got through another day thank god my family as well and even if I do know someone who's sick, thank God they haven't passed. Right. And if I, you know, if someone did pass, which I know that happens too, thank God I got to know them. I'm so grateful for being able to spend that time with them and share that time with them and let them know that I love them. And and if it comes down to one thing, Chris, it comes down to we have no clue what tomorrow will bring. So make today as fantastic as it could be. Tell everybody that you care about how much you love them and how much you they truly mean to you, and stop saying I can't, I don't care about this, and I can care less about that. And because it's not true, you're a bunch of givers. You're a bunch of caring people. Start saying I care more. Right. I'm not going to care. So I'm going to care more, but I'm not going to care so much about a specific moment that it ruins my entire life. I had this tragedy happen here and I have to look at it from a perspective of that's one negative thing against you know, a thousand great things and that's how the world works. It, it We don't only get good in our life and we don't only get bad. Right. We get both all the time and we can focus on whatever we want to focus on. And if we catch ourselves focusing on the negatives, we got to pull ourselves out of that or pull our partner out of that. Or pull our friend out of that moment and say, listen, you were there for me for this. I love you for that. You've got this going on. And remind yourself, gratitude is great, but how do you remind yourself to be grateful? Figure it out all the time what you need to do to become grateful. Right, right. I carry a rock in my pocket. Every time I, pull, I put my hand in my pocket, I feel a rock. I think, man, am I grateful. And I think back to the, the beach that I was at, that I picked it up off the ground, and I, I was mindful about that moment just so I could go back to that moment. You know, yeah, I have, very cool. I'm on the clock. Eight is great. If it's 408, if it's, if it's eight, 802, anything with an eight is great. If I missed eight, I think, oh, it's, it's nine. Well, I think back to eight. 
and eight is still great. Doesn't I try to be as grateful as I can all day. I think about how lucky I am to have my wife with me, even when, if she's bugging me. You know, how, <laughs> that how doesn't that doesn't happen, Greg. Come on, that doesn't happen. Have a, how how great it is to have amazing kids, but when I'm locked down with with them for five weeks because of COVID's going on around me, I have to remember that because they're driving me freaking That's nuts. right. And I'm driving them nuts too. And there's a reason that I kicked them out of the house and there's a reason that they moved out of the house and we remember it because of COVID. It's our That's gift. Right. <laughs> it's our Very gift. Very cool. Listen, gratitude is not just what we have. Gratitude is for the things that we don't have, either no longer have or don't have. There are people in my life, I'm so happy that I'm not them. That I'm not going through the things that they're going through. That's right. I'm not the jerky person that they are. You know, gratitude goes goes both ways. You got to be gratitude for if you're if you've got a. I've got Crohn's disease, which is a, a yeah stomach. yeah horrible. It's it's a, it's a bummer when it's a bummer, but when it's not a bummer, it's fine. So I just say, well, at least I don't have this, or at least right. I don't have that, and it it. it it puts it in perspective. It sure does. Uh, which, which is which is the other of the five things is perspective. So was gratitude was gratitude number four, Greg? Was gratitude, gratitude number four? Actually, no. There's not in any specific order. Oh, okay. Gratitude, my list is number five because it's the most powerful. But perspective is number four. Uh, okay. Gratitude is number five just for the sake of order. But the, those those five things in any order, it doesn't matter. That's that's the the beauty of think yourself happy is. You can turn to any page, you can read any bit, and it's just for you. Yeah. You know, yeah. There, there's you don't have to do this, then this, then this, then this, and, and if you if you blow it, you're like, oh, I got to start my diet all over. It's nothing like that. It's just it's a way of thinking and approaching life that when you find yourself feeling a little bit on the negative side, you can look at something like perspective and say, you know, compared to what? Oh, you know, I just oh no, I had a little fender bender. You know, is that Compared to running over somebody on a bicycle, I'll take that all day long. Sure. If I if my ankle hurts because I twisted my ankle, you know, thank God I don't have a headache because headaches are terrible. You know, <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't even matter. Whatever's going on in your life, you can take perspective and twist your twist your brain into a situation that uh, you know at least I'm not stuck in quicksand without a vine hanging around. That's you know, right. It, as long as you're not swirling around the bowl for your last breath, you're, you're probably doing and doing pretty well. You know, I think that these things that you gave us, I mean, these, these strategies, really, when you think about it, it, it should give us the opportunity to, you know, to get out of our own heads and try to understand and, you know, gratitude and perspective. I mean, they kind of go together. If we have a perspective about things, we've got gratitude about things as well. And I think they kind of connect together. And I got to tell you, Greg, I mean, I can't believe that we've already done 31 minutes of this, but you know, the, the time that you've given us here and the opportunities that you've shared with us to kind of have these uh, strategies and kind of make ourselves, you know, happy is really, really amazing. And I just want to go ahead and give you the address again, www.thehappinessquiz.com. And uh, you, is that where they can find the book as well? Yeah, actually, you go there, you'll get an assessment of how things are going, and then it'll offer you the book. Uh, we'll, I'll give you a free digital copy, or you can have a printed copy literally mailed to you for, for shipping, which is $2.99. It's not like, hey, plus shipping, you know, $17.99 for shipping. And I'm giving you the book. I'm paying for that. You just got to pay for shipping if you want the printed copy. And again, if you want the digital copy, that's, that's no problem. 
The book literally will take you 90 minutes to read if you're an average reader. If you're fast, you can read this thing in an hour. It's going to give you the basics of and basically what I just told you and, and a little deeper and some exercises so you can have these on a cellular level and you can say, yes, matter of fact, I just felt that. So if I can feel it now, I can feel it later. I can set myself up for success and feel any way I want to, anytime I want, even if I just got back to the truck and I shut my door and I took a deep breath and went, that sucked. <laughs> right. Pull it together at that moment and say, it sucked compared to what? What, exactly. It sucked, you know, it sucked, but I'm grateful for. It sucked, but tomorrow's going to be. All of these things will help pull you out of the toilet and into the shower, which is where <laughs> you want to Nice hot shower. Nice That's right. Oh, that's where you want to be because I understand you've got it difficult. And and again, I want to thank you all individually for for what you've given. And when it, when you get this book, I'm going to give you the opportunity to also get for free because you're a paramedic. If you want to go deeper, I've got a course for you. It takes a, about a day to go through this. It's called Happy Right Now. If you want to be happy right now, it takes these and some more strategies. I'll give you that for absolutely nothing too. And there's a, a workbook, and you can do this. You can do this with your family. You can do this with your kids together in the same room. Everybody has their own workbook, but you're not going to embarrass each other. It's not any any kind of silliness. It's very straightforward. It's very matter of fact. And I did this because we're losing a lot of lives out there, a lot of lives in a lot of different countries for. I, you know, for obviously very similar reasons. People feel alone, they feel isolated, they feel disconnected, they feel sad and, 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 and they're living in scarcity. And I want you to know that that's all a bunch of bull. It's all happening in your head. I'm, I'm gonna tell you that that's the truth. The truth is that we live in abundance and that this world is really a very awesome place you're just looking in the wrong place because right. all of it is everywhere. So I want to show you how to get out of that mindset. And this is something that I teach people. That they have me come in. 20000 bucks is what I charge for the day. I'll, I give them the exact same thing. I just work with them. And they, since they want me to hold their hand and stand next to them and say, okay, do the next one. And ask them the questions rather than reading it yourself. But I'm gonna, I don't have to give you my time. I'm, my time is valuable, so I'm doing other things. But I've done all this for you as far as the questions go. Now, you ask yourself these questions. You give yourself these answers. I'll give you some additional strategies, and your life will absolutely, without a doubt, unequivocally become better than it is today because you'll have some new skills and tools that are measurable. Again, it all starts with the happiness quiz. We'll go from there, and then you can have the rest is in your hands. You can have whatever kind of life that you want starts right here right now greg jacobson i gotta tell you you know you did exactly what i wanted you to do you brought some motivation you brought some inspiration you know you gave them uh you know some strategies and you were very very gracious gracious to offer the book and the course and i just want to thank you and promise you'll come back again because i'm sure that uh, my peers in this uh in this field of ems could really use your knowledge and wisdom Anytime, anytime. This is what I do. I travel the world. I share these skills that I've learned through 35 years of personal development and through some of the, the best mentors that, that, that this planet 
has had to offer, and I've been fortunate enough to have some of them as personal mentors, some of them just through books and and um, you know interviews, some I've never met. But all of us can have this, and if you take these skills that they teach and you follow the path that they took, you're going to get similar results in your life. It's the only shortcut I know, and I'm, I'm going to teach that and teach what I've learned step by step because I've studied the areas of life that are important to me, the stuff outside of school, the, the, the things that, that I learned in school, you know, reading, writing, arithmetic, that, that's all great, but how to, how to make friends, how to develop deeper, more meaningful relationships, how to, how to have a better relationship with myself, how to be emotionally, emotionally resilient, and how to be successful at anything that I attempt to do using systems and strategies that's the most important thing, and that's all I teach. Awesome. Great Happy stuff, day. Greg. And thank you so much for everybody out there. I mean, Greg is giving you some great strategies and tools, but now you've got to be able to use them, and you're going to put yourself in a better place. I want to thank you for joining us on Inside EMS. For Kelly Grayson, uh, we're going to chat with you next week. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, email us at the show at ems1.com, and we look forward to chatting with everyone again next week. Take action, folks. <laughs>